Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number six. Number six. I am uh, Josh, sitting uh, directly to my right. Yes, I had to put my hands out to figure out which way he was sitting. Is uh, Patrick. Hey everybody. And joining us via FaceTime is uh, the Greg of Gales. And and we can see him in our iPad screen here. It looks like he's uh, calling in from a, what is that, a, a woman's dressing room at Walmart? <laughs> I can't tell. Hey, hey. You, you got to be quiet because they're listening. No, you've got to be quiet. It took him a second to answer because yeah. he was fucking busy wait, wait, chewing. Wait. I, I got I to run. I got to run. They're they're hollering at me. Hang on. <laughs> He's eating his dinner in the woman's dressing I'm, room I'm, at I'm Walmart. Sure yeah, they're unfortunately, they need like a, a mop up in aisle nine now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Greg. Uh, it was aisle five. Get it right. <laughs> it's been a it's been a little bit since our uh, last podcast. Actually, it's only been like two weeks, but it seems like longer for some reason. Um, but yeah, we're back at it, and we got a new movie to to chatterbox about, and uh, this one's coming from this Greg. Was, this was Greg's pick. Yeah, we, this is we Greg's just pick. Wanted, we want to say that right. We now. We need someone to blame. <laughs> My track record. I'm spitting everywhere. My track record for recommending movies is uh, not come out of the uh, the darkness yet, and not in the good kind of darkness. <laughs> so, uh, so I apologize right off the bat. Yeah, so tonight we watched um, the 2000, I think it was 2015. 2015. Tales of Halloween. And Patrick's going to give you the synopsis from this fantastic movie. I need a sound effect. Somebody give me a doorbell. Ding dong. There we Ding go. Dong. Trick or treat. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Ghosts, ghouls, monsters, and the devil delight in terrorizing unsuspecting residents of a suburban neighborhood on Halloween night. This creepy anthology combines ten different tales with the stuff of nightmares, featuring appearances by Adrian Barbeau, Boo Boo Stewart, Joe Dante, John Landis, Ben Wolf, Lisa Marie, and more. Yeah, and definitely more. And I'm going to let Greg, I think, start because I think his opinion of this movie is going to be way, way left of the the mine. So, uh, Gregory, because he chose, <laughs> you get to go first. Actually, before Greg starts, and he is going to go first, though. Uh, tomato meter. Damn it. 79%. Is that okay? On the tomato meter, you have to explain to me how that works. Okay, to, tomato meter is the group at RottenTomatoes.com. Yes, yeah, they're, they're the editors there, where the, the the critics there at yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes. But then the audience uh, approval for this forty four percent, so <laughs> half of what the group at yeah. Rotten Tomatoes like. Yeah, uh, IMD gave IMDb gave it five point four out of ten, <laughs> and the Metascore, which takes like five different critical things, uh, put it at sixty four percent. Somebody's watching this movie with their fucking eyes shut. That's all I'm gonna say, <laughs> Greg. Are we doing a Are we doing a yes. overall review and then going in and criticizing each uh, critiquing not criticizing critiquing I'm, each one individually? I mean, I think I just want to hear out of the gate Greg's opinion <laughs> and what drew him to this fascinating flick it was the artwork wasn't Greg. it Greg? it, it so, was the artwork I liked the tree <laughs> are, are you done, Josh are you done roughing the bus because I'm I'm laying here ready for you to run me over wait am I done what because he did he cut out driving the bus are you done I think. the bus oh, yeah gonna, I'm done uh, well I mean I'll be driving opening. the bus all night but uh 
Uh, yeah, I'll be sitting here and wait. <laughs> okay, so before we got started, I said that this wasn't as bad as originally anticipated. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch it until after both Josh and Patrick had seen it. And after reading their comments, I was a little uh, a little scared of what I was going into. Um, the the stories are flat. There's not a lot to know. Actually, I found they were more like horror comedy than they were horror anything. Um, there were there were a couple good sketches in there. There were also a lot more not so great. So I don't know if you guys want to go into each one discuss briefly or if you want me to give you my my top ones and then just assume the rest out of out of, out of 10 Greg, out, of, out of 10 Greg, how many do you think were good two two okay which yeah, two, two did you like good. let's go with that um i i know which ones they are i don't know which ones they're called so you have to give me a second to uh scan through well why don't we go ahead and, and yeah. kind of touch on them, each yeah. one of them? Because I do have the names for each Let's, sketch. Okay, you want to you want to hit okay. them all? Okay. Yeah, but uh, do, should we give our overalls first? Yeah, go yeah, go one? ahead, Patrick. You know, uh, for me, this movie was more of a trick than a treat. Okay. I yeah. mean, definitely there. Uh, nothing great. A little bit of good here and there. Uh, nothing horrible though. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, horrible no, we'll based on it. some we'll of the other it. we'll go through based it. on some of the other yep. shit storms that we've seen nothing absolutely horrible that Greg's chosen you mean <laughs> um we've him over the phone I was looking for more of a wraparound with this sh- with this anthology yep uh cause the only thing it really had was the fact that it happened on one night in one suburban area all in the same town yeah all in the same town and they had Adrian Barbeau <clears throat> narrating maybe half of it mm-hmm. using the basically what she did in the fog did you have to look up that it was her narrating it or did you know by her voice that that I, was Adrian Barbeau I knew it was Adrian Barbeau okay. by her voice but there was also I don't know they, they had a, a shot of her doing it that maybe it wasn't it didn't make the movie Okay, but there was a clip like on IMDb or something like that that okay. showed yeah. showed her at the microphone. Okay, um, and it kind of reminded me of William Shatner in the Christmas horror story yeah, exactly. that we reviewed <laughs> earlier this yep. year or late last year. Um, it was just a group of campfire stories with a B movie charm. Yeah, basically, uh, and and I'm going to keep the rest of my comments for after we talk about the rest of them. Yeah, I mean. You named off all the kind of names that were in this movie during the in the synopsis. I feel like they sprinkled some name actors onto the pile of dog shit just so they could say, "Hey, look who I got in this movie," so they could sell it. That's the only reason I can think of as to why these people even landed in this movie. I didn't know it was Adrian Barbeau until I looked it up on IMDb. I had no idea. I would not know her voice. I would know her face, but I would not know her voice. Um, And then, you know, the, you, people you didn't mention that were in there, t- uh, Tiffany Shepes, Barry Bosick oh, yeah. was in there. Lynn Shay, which I don't even know why she has to do that. Um, and then uh, Felisa Rose, and then you named, uh, you mentioned Ben Wolf. And these are all, especially, well, uh, I think, didn't Ben Wolf die? Ben Wolf is a kid from American Horror Story. I think he passed away. Oh. 
Um, but I have um, no idea. um, I thought he did. I could be wrong, but I just feel like they they put names in the movie. Any reason, any other reason, people would you know find a name and put it in their movie so they could sell the thing and and uh, get it out there. But uh, that's uh, I thought the CGI was awful. I thought the wraparound was awful. I thought I gave it like there's one in here out of 10 that I liked. And I will talk about that one when we get around to talking about which ones we actually liked. Um, but overall, I mean, this movie was a giant pile of stink for me. So I don't know where you want to go from there. Uh, let's start with the first one. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I do want to point out, that I'm, I'm going to mention the directors and the writers. Most of the directors also wrote these pieces. Yeah, and um, Fangoria, by the way, Fangoria.com loved this fucking movie. They did, by the way, loved it. They did. Um, and I, I hesitated to use one of the synopses to synopside. I don't know what synopsy. I have no idea what the plural <laughs> of synopsis is. Let's just throw out random words. Is that um, <laughs> I, I I did not want to use that one because they actually said that these were Hollywood's some of Hollywood's top horror directors. And I have not even heard of these. This cannot be false. It can't. Hardcore false. No. Yeah, because I had not heard. Of, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, like Eli Roth, James Wan, yeah. any of that other stuff, and and these people I've just never heard of. Their movies I've not heard of. So uh, the first one is called Sweet Tooth, uh, and just uh, generally a, a short synopsis of that is about a kid who. Uh, they keep him from eating his candy at Halloween night. He finds out that they eat it instead, and then there's much blood and carnage. Yeah, there's a whole reason behind why they tell him not to eat his candy. Is uh, this a movie we can give spoilers away? Because it's I such a feel like we could save people a lot of poop. fucking time. Okay, if we just spoil it for him. Greg is raising his hand like he has to go to the bathroom. He's raising his hand like people. I want to go. Like he thinks people can see him. <laughs> Go, Greg. I want to go first. Go okay, first. Go. Okay, Sweet Tooth was not one of the ones that I liked out of the anthology. Um, it had potential at the beginning. And it was good until they showed the stupid thing. And that's what killed it for me. I didn't think the, the, the urban legend was overly phenomenal. But it wasn't bad. And... Uh, I, I, I liked how they kind of encompassed everything into each other, and that was—I don't know—it it didn't do a lot for me after they showed. Uh, I can't remember what the kid's name was, Mikey or Billy or Bobby or Tommy, growing up as a whatever it was. Right. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Um, I did like, I did like the legend though. You know, that the, mm -hmm. the, the parents, you know, told the kid, you can't have all the candy. And then he discovers that they eat all of it and it pisses him off enough that he kills them. But then Did he, you... he wants more candy. So he disembowels them to get the candy that they've eaten. Which was gruesome. I like right. that. Fact. I, and that's I like what that I liked part. right there. Did you find it weird that the kid sat there and watched his parents, like, get it on in his candy? No, I don't think because that's weird at all. I think it's perfectly that normal. Kind that of wouldn't fuck life. you up at all. <laughs> How's therapy going, Josh? Yeah, yeah exactly. very well. <laughs> uh, the thing, I like the opening shot of this short. Um, 
because he's digging into this candy and over his shoulder you're seeing the zombies from uh, Night of the Living Dead yeah. digging into flesh. Yeah, yeah. And that was another thing. Uh, it was, that was, another, it was throughout the entire yeah. thing. You'd see Night of the Living Dead playing yeah. on TVs and that kind of helped tie into the fact it was the same night and everybody was watching the same show. Yeah. Uh, so Sweet Tooth was my favorite out of the ten. Really? That was the only one I actually kind of dug. And that's not saying a lot for me anyway. <laughs> and so uh, this show is over within the first 10 minutes. Exactly. For you. For me, it was over <laughs> because, and that's not a good thing. Like you should not come out of the gate with your best one. And again, that's not how you guys felt, but that's for me. That's how I felt. I was like, I saw the best one in the first 10 minutes. So it just, the rest of the movie was just me fighting to stay awake. I also feel like this could be the ending of a really bad Jimmy Kimmel prank. Um, you know how at the on every Halloween he has mm -hmm. the parents tell right, the kids that right. they ate all their candy. I feel like this could be how one of them ends. Um, with <laughs> their, ends up murdering the kid just killing their parents. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sweet Tooth was my favorite. All right. Uh, the next one was the uh, the night. Oh, I forgot to talk about the director. Sweet Tooth was written uh, by David Parker. Uh, he has directed The Dead Hate the Living and It Watches. I'm sure those were both blockbusters. I saw them both like several times. Right, right. Uh, the next one, The Night Billy Raised Hell. Uh, uh, directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, who this is one that... Uh, Josh, you should know who this person is because he directed Saw 2, 3, and 4. Okay. 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 So this one I expected probably a little bit more than what I got out of it. The The screenwriter for this was Clint Sears, uh, who's done Crow's Blood. The story of the night Billy raised hell. Uh, basically, uh, Billy, a young man, was taken out trick-or-treating by his sister and her boyfriend, and they were trying to convince him to do tricks on people's houses he goes up to one uh barry bostwick's house yeah um turns out barry bostwick is some sort of demon he pulls him into the house and then takes him out trick-or-treating to do tricks and they do all sorts of really bad things did you people. recognize barry bostwick in this i recognized his eyes and then had to look it up okay yeah i mean he's got really distinctive eyes yeah i didn't know that was him things i dream of at night <laughs> uh I'll, I'll go on this one um I'd love the fact that they kept asking him, uh, asking Billy, the little boy, what his mom was dressing up as that year and how mm -hmm. sexy and slutty it was going to be. Because, like, everybody that encountered him asked him these questions. Uh, once I realized this is probably not going to be a serious anthology, um, I enjoyed the tongue-in-cheek humor in this. But I could have done without the really cheesy sound effects, like the bells and whistles and stuff like that. Um <laughs> For me, humor happens out of reality, and there were times I stepped way out of reality in this one. I enjoyed the fact that the kids' pranks kept escalating over time. Like, it went from just destroying things to actually shooting people, killing people, stabbing people, all that kind of stuff. Which is kind of a running theme the, through the, the movie. The first, the first one he did was he, he stabbed the, uh, the dentist with the toothbrush. Oh, that's right. Well, still. <laughs> Uh, but one of my favorites was the uh, burning dog poop with the bear trap 
stuck into it. So when the guy came out to <laughs> stomp on the on the burning dog shit, <laughs> he gets stuck in a bear trap. Um, but I was totally bummed <clears throat> by the end of this one, by how it ended. Because really? I wanted it to be the kid doing all this shit and not some demon, because you find out later that- It's a that cop it, out. Yeah, you just find out that what Barry Bostwick has done is taken out this other imp dressed up in this guy's costume. They come back to his house, he's tied up to a chair, and then he just gets blamed for everything. Yeah. Do you think also kind of it's letting it off, the, the whole movie overall, you're, you're letting it off the hook by saying, oh, well, it's not really taking itself so seriously. But right. is it? I mean, did they make this movie in a serious fashion? Or are they kind of not making fun of themselves, but are, were they were they were they shooting for all this humor <clears throat> in the movie? I I think this was one of the ones where the horror comedy was probably at its highest. And yeah, I I'm going to go ahead and say you don't add sound effects if you're not trying to make something more whimsical. Um, this one was actually one of the two that I really liked. Um, I, I liked the, like I said, the whimsy of it. It, it felt like it was, it was a, uh, a horror short that was trying to be more fun than gruesome, like some of the other ones. Um, and I actually, I liked the ending. I, I did not see, uh, see it coming that it wasn't the kid, but it seems like the, uh, the synopsis that I'm reading off of Wikipedia says that Barry Bostwick played the devil himself, which makes sense. <clears throat> but it's it's kind of uh, it was kind of a, a neat little switcheroo that he pulled in one of his little demon buddies to go around and wreak this havoc, and then he kicks the kid who was going to egg his house back out to suffer the repercussions of it. Like that was the prank right there. So I yeah. I enjoyed that one actually. Yeah, I never thought of it as being punishment for trying to do the trick in the first place. Um, move on. Sure. Uh, the next one was called Trick. Uh, Adam Girosh, I have no idea. Uh, movies attributed to him, <laughs> Autopsy and Night of the Demons. Um, uh, a remake or, or the original Night of the Demons? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Because one of those yeah, sucks. I, I could look it up. I'll look it up. Um Synopsis for this one, a group of adults are sitting around kind of getting stoned and drunk. Uh, one guy is showing another person pictures on his phone, and it's assumed that it's really gross pictures. Uh, they answered the door to several trick-or-treaters, and then he happens to answer one time, and it's a witch, <clears throat> a little girl witch, and she ends up stabbing him several times uh, throughout the course of the rest of the short kids invade the house and uh, basically kill everybody and we come to find out it's kind of a revenge murder for it because uh, things had happened to the kids there by these people who wants to jump in on this one I absolutely hated this one <laughs> That's well, I got. this one was which one was this I'm sorry Patrick I was looking that name up uh, this is the one with the the, the the people that were drunk stoned and then the kids came in and invaded their house and stabbed them and killed them. And then you oh, follow yeah. them to the kill room where you find out that they had actually been killing a bunch of kids. And this was yeah, revenge murder. It was awful. That's I mean, I was, that's the that's all I can say is I don't even want to give this one too much attention. He did the remake, it, by the way, which is 
Which is bad. Uh, really not good. <laughs> um, excuse my fart noises. That was really immature of me. But uh, this one, I can see him all over it because it was it was really bad. I I liked the idea of this one better than the actual. Uh, what's the word I'm looking the for? Execution the execution of, it. The of execution. it. I did. I liked the. Uh, I liked the idea quite a bit. Um, I loved. There was one shot that they did that I really enjoyed. The camera shot. There was one long shot as the woman runs out of her house to the car and then's attacked. I mean, it goes from yeah, house yeah. to pool to over the fence to, and then you see the kids in the background. I thought it was a really cool shot, but that didn't save how bad it kind of was. This was the turd in the punch bowl, I think. I It was kind of like Children of the Corn for Halloween. Yeah. But it was like the TV version of Children of the Corn yeah. for Halloween. Um, and I was sitting there, and this part did catch me. I'm sitting there going, why the hell is she deleting pictures from off of her phone when she could be dialing 911? And then my next note was, oh, now I get it. It's because she didn't want them to know that she was part of the yeah. whole thing yeah, as yeah. well. Oof. So for me, I liked the idea quite a bit, but execution was bad. Any more comments on this one? I nope. think we all no. kind of agreed. Yeah. Uh, Josh yeah. was eloquent with the turd in the punch bowl. Yeah. The Weekend, The Wicked, Paul Soleil, <laughs> uh, Grace and Dark Summer, and co-written by Billy Jackson with really no credits to that guy's name at all on IMDb. Um, the Week in the Wicked is about a uh, young gentleman that has been bullied by a group of three people most of his life. Come to find out that uh, they had burned his parents up in a trailer fire and that uh, they, they track him down again. And while they're trying to beat the crap out of him, his quote unquote guardian angel shows up at the end and uh, takes care of them for him. Yeah, this one was kind of callable for me. Like you saw the end before it got to the end. Right. So you just kind of knew. You saw the end coming from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, there was no surprises in this one. At least the other ones had a little bit of a, um, you know, twist in them. This one, you just, no. out of the gate, saw it coming. I thought the uh, the bullies were completely miscast. I never felt threatened by them. and yeah. I never felt anybody was threatened by them in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, and you really did not need to see the... I want to say guardian angel, guardian demon, whatever you call it. You did not need to see him at the end, it, and it was so horrible. It looked really bad. That's that CGI was just terrible. I don't think it was CGI. I think it was a big plastic mask. Was it? It looked like a big rubber mask. and Yeah, whatever it, it was. Did, it did not do well. It, it was, was well. the rubber was, poop monster. It was, it was way over lit. <laughs> rubber was poop still monster. better than this yeah. monster. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, the, the poop monster in uh, Weird Science was better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it a, wasn't a poop monster. It was a Bill Pax Pullman, one of the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Pullman? In, in, a poop, Paxton. in a poop suit. Probably Paxton. Uh, from Twister. Yeah, Paxton. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, that was The Week in the Wicked. Grim Grinning Ghost by Axel Carolyn. Uh, soulmate was a movie associated with this person. Uh, hmm. Basically, it starts off with they're sitting around a house telling ghost stories. Uh, she, The party's over. She drives home. Her car stalls. She walks home, gets into her house, and is scared. This is the one Lynn Shea is in. 
She's, she's the one she's telling the story, the story at the right, beginning. Right. Yeah. And I saw her come up and I was like, what the fuck is she doing in this movie? Like, you are, go out and make another Insidious movie, for Christ's sake. Don't make this. Go do something else. You can do anything besides this, I'm sure. Go do something else. So this had to be just a paycheck, paycheck. movie for her. Yeah. I did not like this one. It had one good moment, and that was at the very end. Yeah. Right before yep. but. Otherwise, the rest of it was garbage. Yep. Uh, it did. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I was just no. going to say shortest and most simple, ineffective. I did like yeah. the one shot. They did have one long shot of her walking down that road and all the fog was in the it, background, and it started it to like come out of that fog. Shot? Right. I did like that shot in, in it, mm-hmm. but uh, other than that, the rest of the that short was just not not necessary. It's it's, it's hard to have a uh, a bunch of cool shots when you don't have a story to back it up. Correct. Yeah, and I feel like they like didn't have a lot of time to execute any story at all anyway. Like I thought right. they were trying to pack in a whole lot in the little bit of time they got for each short. So I think some of them suffered can, because of that. Even still, I thought a lot of the other ones had more or had a better opportunity or not opportunity. They had a uh more success in telling story and like the uh uh, what was the last one? The or not the last one? Um, trick, where the concept was a really good idea. They just didn't do well with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think they had plenty of opportunities to do good stories. They just it was either it seemed to be either really good story, really bad shots, or really bad shots, really good story. I got you. Did yep. I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. The next one called Ding Dong. Uh, yeah. By Lucky McKee, uh, from the woods, and all cheerleaders die. Which was actually fairly decent. All, all cheerleaders, cheerleaders die. die was, yeah. I, I've only seen the first ten minutes of that yeah, one. It's okay. I I really don't know how to describe this one or give it much of a synopsis. More than it was kind of a Hansel and Gretel retelling. Uh, husband and wife. She was a witch, and uh, <laughs> her husband could never give her a baby. And I I just never really knew knew what to do with this one. Yeah. It was another really bad. I, I, Go ahead, Greg. I liked the I liked the the twist at the ending because I did not anticipate that coming. I liked the uh, the girl that played the witch. I thought she did really well with it. But again, this was poorly executed. I think the makeup was terrible. The makeup was terrible. I, I wrote down it looked like she was just in red green, yeah uh, red grease paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, one thing I noticed, this is when I noticed uh, some overlap from other uh, of the shorts, is that the trick-or-treaters that were coming to her house were the same trick-or-treaters that killed all the people in Trick. Okay. Because the little girl with the, the, the witch with the glasses, she's in a bunch of these. Okay. So they did, did use you a also, lot of the actors. Did you also catch the uh, the kid in the, uh, the red hoodie that comes up a little bit later? Yep. Because he was in there, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was just bad. I yeah, just, I just didn't like it. it. Stunk. Yeah. And the ending. I mean, are you talking about what he tells her or what happens to him at the end? Mm-hmm. No, I no, I could care less about what happens to him. I just I like the twist of him. We're spoiling. Yeah, who cares? No, spoil. I, I like the twist of him saying I went and had a procedure done because we can't do kids. We can't handle kids. Yeah. Well, basically, she so can't I'm not handle kids. Get yeah. I can't trust you with children. Right. Yeah. But he's he. Exactly, but he he took the initiative in noticing that instead right. of 
doing that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I thought it was a nice little twist, but good for poor, him. Uh, poor ex- poorly executed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, this means war by Andrew Kosh, K A S C H. Uh, he's actually a documentary filmmaker. He did Never Sleeps Again, the Elm Street Oh, yeah, that Legacy. was great. That was fantastic, yeah. Um, and he did some other things for Halloween, some uh, making ofs and things like that. So he's okay. more of a documentary type guy. And John Skip uh, wrote Monsterland. Don't know about that one. Uh, to me, this seemed like a, a grown-up, get-out-of-my-yard type thing. Uh, guy across the street notices people moving in next door. They set up a bunch of... Halloween decorations and everything else in the yard and have a really huge party. And he doesn't like that metal band in the front yard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, (laughs) he decides to go over and try to put a stop to it. And there's a big fight between the two of them and they both impale themselves on a stick. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think this is the one I may have fallen asleep during for like a second and then woke back up and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? So this one I can't speak (laughs) on very well. I so, felt this one of out of this? all. I felt this one out of all of them did not fit in with the rest of the anthology the most. Um, I I'll agree with you. Actually, this one was this one was my favorite out of all of them because it felt like it was it was the most effective for what it was trying to do. Right. Uh, yeah. To to me, it was just like Dennis the Menace episode gone bad. Um, it was just the. Uh, Dennis goes metal. Yeah, Dennis goes metal type thing. I, I, I don't know why this one just didn't really do anything for me because t- there wasn't suspense, there wasn't build up, there wasn't plot, there wasn't twist, there wasn't any of that. It was just <clears throat> I'm pissed. I'm going to go over, start a fight, and then we run each other into a stick and die. So it was short and sweet. Yeah, and to the point. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Sorry. All right. We've got Friday the 31st by Mike Mendez, uh, known for Bimbo Movie Bash and Big Ass Spider. Big Ass Spider I've actually heard of. Okay. The first one, unfortunately, I have not heard of. To me, this was, it was, it was like a, <laughs> a I, I, this was like Jason versus Dorothy. Yeah. This was a weird one okay. because... Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, that's pretty much the synopsis right there. Yeah. It's like a fight between these two characters. Um, and it starts off, I thought it started off as a nice homage to mm-hmm. 80s slashers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it quickly, there was one thing I wish wasn't in it and would have made it so much better, and that was that horrible animation. The alien? Yeah. That came out of nowhere for no nowhere reason? Nowhere for no reason. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, once she kills him and then she comes back to life, she could have been a demon and find out that she can't be killed. And then they keep fighting. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved the double decapitation. Yeah. I thought that was pretty sweet. I thought the fight was pretty sweet. I'm going to go on the record by saying this was my favorite. Okay. If you take out that animation with the alien. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing mm-hmm. with the alien. I don't know why. They felt like they needed to throw that in there, but it it that that one held up. I thought I'll agree with you on that one, Greg. I did not care for this one very much. Um, it was set up really nicely, shot very nicely, but you know once once the alien happened, it was just kind of check game out over from there. So. Yeah. No, if if I could go back and just 
you know, like how you do the fan cuts of movies. Yeah. Go in there, take the alien part out and see how it stands up at that point. I think it'd be pretty decent. The Ransom of Rusty Rex, Ryan Schifrin, Abominable. That's not how I felt about this. It's what movie was <laughs> yeah. associated yeah. to Ryan before that. Uh, basically, two guys are kidnapping a young boy as he goes out to uh, trick-or-treat, and then they slowly find out that the uh, the, the very rich person who uh, is the father of this person doesn't want him back because the kid is, in fact, a demon that has latched onto this family. And now he has la- latched on to the kidnappers. Yeah. This one I actually... Okay, so I may have lied at the beginning. If I had to pick two, this would be the other one I would pick. Um, I thought if there was one written for comedy, this one for me was it. Um, This one was like written with some purposeful humor involved. Um, I I, I thought it was cool to have John Landis make an appearance in it. Yeah. Uh, That was fun. Uh, But yeah, this was the one I felt like if any of them, it was written to be humorous and... uh, take a little edge off uh, the other ones so yeah for me that was that was it for that one I always I, I wondered how much if it would have been more effective if they wouldn't have done the shtick humor and then you I mean they really could have taken this two different directions that if they didn't do the shtick humor and took it seriously and then you ended up feeling sorry for the kidnappers even though like they they're the victims all of a sudden yeah you know at first you're going these guys are shitholes yeah but then you think <laughs> oh my god these guys are terrorized these by guys this are thing. shitholes so i i just wonder what it'd be like on that opposite spectrum but i did enjoy this one the only the only part i didn't like was the the, the crotch punch i thought that was a little bit over the top but um and normally, and normally i would like that type of humor but it just seemed like it just came out of nowhere all of a sudden <laughs> Greg, uh, if I if I could rank this one, it'd probably come in at number three on my favorites. It was better done than some of the other ones. Um, I think it was it was a little bit more comedy than it was horror, and that just that wasn't something that I really got into. But I thought it was entertaining. Ben so. Wolf played the creature in this one. Also, mm. that was Ben <clears throat> Wolf. He played the creature in I think two of them. So, yeah. That's yeah. where he came in. All right. Uh, we've got Bad Seed by Neil Marshall. Uh, the Descent, he did some Game of Thrones episodes. He did some Westworld episodes. The Descent is fantastic. And who doesn't know Game of Thrones? So he's like probably the most notab- notable director on here. On this list. Um, yeah. It was basically a movie about a killer pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. A killer jack-o'-lantern. That's pretty much what the movie was. Uh, the note that I wrote down is, am I done with anthologies at this point? Um, because I've been disappointed by them Yeah. over time. I mean, should they have gone away in the 80s when they were extremely popular? 80s, 90s with the creep shows, with the, yeah. the, 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 the others like that. I was hoping for one to jump out at me, and this one was not it. And they, I felt it went way too long. They came back with those ABCs of death. and Right. Um, I don't remember the other one. But uh, those kind of they started making appearances again because the popularity of those, I think. But uh, bad to see the CGI in that one too. The pumpkin was oh. just awful. Uh, the ending of it, I was like, I don't know. Just I just didn't care. By the time I got to the end of this movie, I was like, I just don't even care about this. And I just kept hoping the next one was the last one. Overall, that's how I felt about this movie. 
the last notes I have on this thing as the anthology as a whole is more than anything. I wanted to see something scary. Yeah. And if I would have gone into this knowing none of them would be scary and that it's just campfire stories mm-hmm. to be there for enjoyment, maybe I would have enjoyed this anthology a lot more. But I really, I went from one to the next going, oh my God, I want something to scare me. I want something to stand out and nothing did. It just failed miserably. But then I thought, if I were to watch each one of these separately, if someone were to send me a link and say, hey, I saw this, check this out. I may have enjoyed each one on okay. its own, but not mm-hmm. as an anthology. That's fair. I would have in, I would have enjoyed some of the disappointing endings more, knowing that this is just someone who wanted to put together a 10-minute short just for fun. I would have enjoyed it more. Greg? Um it was it was just it was too flat for me. I mean, there were the two possible three good ones, but all in all, it was an hour and a half that I will not be getting back. So, bad recommendation on my part. All right, Greg. Uh, again, favorite one. Which was your favorite? Probably the uh, the This Is War. Okay, out of ten, what would you? What would you? Out of ten, <laughs> give it out of ten, Greg. The whole thing. Did I did I miss the entire thing of this part of it? No, just was uh, no. Just, we're just giving it. No, I'm I'm starting with you out of ten. What what would you give it? The entire anthology. The entire the anthology. Okay. The entire anthology. Yeah, the movie three. overall. You said three. 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 Okay, uh, Patrick. What was your favorite? Uh, my favorite, and it's is the one that you guys liked the least. It was Trick, and it's because I liked the story the most, not necessarily the execution, but followed up closely <clears throat> by. Um, uh, the ransom of Rusty uh, Rex. Okay, out of ten. Out of ten, I give it a three. I agree with Greg. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going with Sweet Tooth. I'm gonna stick with my original pick, and uh, I think you guys are pretty much knocking it right on the head. I think three is pretty fair. Okay, so, so we can call the the people at Rotten Tomatoes the, the, the on the tomato meter full of shit. Yeah, uh, uh, very uh, up to their eyes full of shit. Um. Let's move on really quick. We have like a, like a really quick minute. Do you still want to do the topic for the night? You know what? Uh, we're like at mm, 35 minutes. So if we're gonna, I don't know that this was really going to take a lot of time. Okay. You know, if it takes under 10 minutes or so, we're probably good on it. You want to try to knock out the uh, topic really quick? Oh, I think we could. All right, Greg, you want to, you, are you, did you have topic? Did you have a, uh, did you write down for the topic tonight? Do you have notes? What did we top? decide on? Wow. Uh Oh, top horror movie kills. Uh Oh, best versus most creative. Yeah. Ooh, Let's, you want to start, that. Patrick, and we'll get around to Greg? Yeah, come back to me. All, <laughs> all right. We're gonna st- I'm trying to punish you tonight. We're just going to start with you. But I know <laughs> if I... You me over with the boss. If, so. I, if I do that, I'm going to eat shit on the Greg Where cast, so uh, I will not torture <laughs> Greg. Uh, Patrick, you want to start? All right, I'll, I'll start. I've got a list of about 15. Um, okay, I did five. You did five? Yeah. Okay, I, I wish I could... American Psycho, dropping the chainsaw down the stairwell on top of someone. and it's oh, yeah. Yep, that's okay. a great kill. All right, so uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Kevin Bacon getting stabbed through, through the, the mattress. Yep. Okay, that was a great one. Friday the 13th, part seven, slamming the sleeping bag against the tree. Yeah, which made a, a, a new appear, another appearance in the remake of Friday the 13th. All right, excellent. Uh, Jason 10, or X, whatever oh, you want to say that oh. one is. 
Go ahead. Do we have the same one? Frozen, frozen head smash? Up top. All right. Yeah. <laughs> frozen head smash. That was, uh, I That's thought a that great was kill. really it's a great awful kill. awful movie, but it's a great kill. Um, this one is a classic. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, Johnny Depp being sucked into the bed, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. that blood oh, just gushing yeah, yeah. up and flowing across the ceiling. That was amazing. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, uh, fuck. 2012, The Monster Room. <laughs> Uh, the, very, so the very final scene. The final scene where all the monsters yep. come out and just, yep. just trash everything. Ah, you got another one. Shit. I should have done I should have done more than five. Um, Hellraiser. Frank's death at the end. Yep, okay. Where they just rip them apart. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Judd Crandall's death. This one I thought was effective because it was the first time I've seen a kid kill someone. That's the ankle cut, right? Well, it was the, it, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Fred Munster. Yep. Um, Fred Gwynn. Yep. Uh, the Omen, glass panel decapitation. Okay. I don't remember that one as well. Uh, the, the truck backs up. It's got glass panels on it. It stops, but the glass panel keeps going and completely cuts the guy's head uh, off yeah, gotcha. as it bobbles over the yep. top of it. Uh, Halloween, Bob's death. The ghost? No. With the glasses? With the glasses yeah. where he gets stabbed against the door and he's left hanging. His feet yeah, are no yep, longer touching yep, the yep. ground. Jaws, the opening scene. Oh, uh, yeah, that's classic. Uh, Alien, chest burst. Oh, God damn it. Yep, I got that one too. And most of these, it's like the first time I've seen things like this, and that's why it was most impactful for me. The chest burst is like classic. That's fantastic, yes. that chest burst. Uh, scanners, head explosion. Have you never seen Scanners? You need I don't to think see, I've seen Scanners. You need to see Scanners. It's a movie from the 70s, maybe 80s. Uh, good movie. Um, saw reverse bear trap. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Scream garage door. And the, that Rose McGowan. Yep, that's a good mm -hmm. one too. And then uh, this wasn't so much a kill as something really gross. Hannibal with uh, 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 eating Ray Liotta's brain, where his head yeah. was cut off, and yep. he's just eating parts oh, of his yeah. brain. Yep. So that's what I wrote down. They're, for me, they're iconic because it's the first time I saw something like that or I just went <coughs> and said, Excuse oh, me. that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, I only wrote down five and Patrick took three of mine. So to uh, to uh, recap, uh, three of mine are the uh, final scene in Cabin in the Woods. The, uh, the monster kill room is like, that's just like somebody was writing this movie and they're like, where? I see the ending coming. So let's go the other way and they just wrote chaos and so i thought that was great jason x like you said the uh the the face frozen uh, the, yeah the frozen face smash uh the movie's awful but that kill is a lot of fun chest burst from alien is uh is great and then i wrote down any death from the final destination movies and then i picked the uh pull through the head from final destination mm. 2 because Anybody after they saw that movie that drove from this place to this place that had to drive do any interstate driving, they if they saw a truck in front of them, they got into the other exactly. lane. Exactly. Every single time. So I wrote down and then Greg just flipped me off because I'm pretty sure he just wrote that one down. <laughs> but don't be mad, Greg, because Patrick had three of my five. So uh <laughs> so yeah, any deaths from Final Destination. And then the only other one I had on there was uh 
pretty much all of them, but the more specific kill from Tucker and Dell versus Evil, <gasps> the wood chipper. Yes. The wood chipper is fantastic. Yes. He dives right into yeah. it. Is uh is great. But all those kills from Tucker and Dell versus Evil are great because they're not on purpose. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. that's my short list of uh my favorite kills from any horror film. Uh, I don't know if we should just keep uh, kind of uh, going until Greg gets a short list done. No, I but, think we uh, throw him under the bus one I've... more time and have him just add his one. <laughs> add his one. I have four. I was oh, able okay. to come up with four. Okay. Uh, actually, five. Hang on. I thought of another one. Um, shit, I can't think of Oh, got it. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, maybe while we do this, we can. Uh, we don't usually choose the movie on the podcast, but no. since we need to uh, rant for a second, what are we watching for? Uh, what are we watching for the next? What are we going to cover on the next podcast? Well, I'm kind of hoping we can get Tom back for the next one because we've all seen. I believe we've all seen audition. Audition, yeah. And we've been sitting on that one for about a month now, or yeah. a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, waiting for Greg or for Tom to get back. Um, so hopefully we can we can do that one next time. Okay, then we'll uh, we'll say for now we're gonna cover audition, but uh, it could change. You just never know. So, Greg, have we uh, have we covered? All right, I was I was able to come up. With, yeah, I was able to come up with five. Um, you guys mentioned a whole bunch of good ones, Patrick. I forgot about the uh, the American Psycho chainsaw drop. Right great one obviously the aliens one is classic um the uh the one that i was flipping you off josh for was final just destination and we may have had two different ones um you mentioned the the logs on the semi yeah did you mention the one the death like immediately after that i didn't i just i i said any destination uh, any final destination kill is they're all pretty great i but i picked that one okay um, the one that I liked out of that series, uh, particularly, was the one right after all the logs fell off of the semi and created the giant havoc. Was the girl was stuck in the SUV and the guy was trying to get her out with the jaws of life, and he smashes the side of the car, exploding the airbag and knocking her head back into a jagged PVC pipe. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I got you. Okay. Um. The uh, movie Resident Evil that came out, I don't remember when, had two that I really liked in there. There was the uh, the elevator decapitation. Is this which Resident Evil movie is this? That was the first one. The first one? Okay. The first Okay, gotcha. The first one. They're in the elevator. They're trying to figure it out. It drops down and stops just before the girl's head gets taken out. Okay. And then all of a sudden it goes up unexpectedly and there goes the head. Gotcha. The other death that I really liked from that movie was uh, when they were going into the Queen's Lair and they're in the, the laser chamber. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't remember Resident Evil that well. The, so. uh, the grid, the laser grid that took out the captain. Yeah, was definitely. pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, okay. I like that one. Cool. Well, even the one um, right before that where it just kind of sliced the person's head off and it just slid sideways down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, yeah, that was actually that was a really solid scene what they did there. Uh, the movie Wrong Turn. Ooh, there was a death wait. there where they were, <laughs> where they were all climbing up in the trees and they were hiding out from the inbred whatever's they yeah, were. Yeah, yep. And 
uh, the one girl is just kind of sitting there on the the base of the tree, and the guy swings the axe and takes her out below the mouth. Yeah. Yep. And you see the the body fall and hitting all the limbs all the way down. That was that was a really good one. Um, this next one, my last one, I I don't want to call it my personal favorite death because it's not a good one, but there's a story that I have behind it, and that's why I really like it. When this movie came out, I, I only wanted to see it for one reason and one reason alone. So when I was having a really bad day, I went to the movie or went to the video store to uh, Hollywood Video and I rented this movie. The movie was called House of Wax. Yeah, okay, I know which one you're talking about. I know what kill it is. <laughs> I rented this movie to make myself feel better that day because you get to see Paris Hilton die. Yeah. <laughs> and while not overly satisfying, it was still pretty well done. It got a standing ovation in theaters across the country. Yes. People stood up and clapped when she got killed in that movie, which I says a lot say about bl- Paris Hilton. I can't say I blame them. So it, it's not up there with the uh, the alien chest burst or the American Psycho chainsaw, but to see a metal pole run through Paris Hilton's head was beautiful. It's, Absolutely it's beautiful. not the only pole that's run through her head. <laughs> oh, my God. We're talking oh. horror. Not, not yeah, yeah horror. I feel, horror, oh, horror, okay. Horror. okay. I got it. Well, since we're talking about plugging, um, let's do some <laughs> plugs. Uh, Greg, you want to start with your plug? I will start. I am Greg the Movie Guy. I run the Greg the Movie Guy's movie cast. You can find that on Facebook under at GTMGCast, or you can simply look for Greg the Movie Guy's movie cast. You can also find me on Twitter at Greg Movie Guy. Lastly, I run a blog site. If you catch the drift, it is Greg the Movie Guy's Movie Reviews. You can find me at gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Uh, Patrick, you want to do our plugs? Uh, I'll, I'll do a plug, a plug uh, yeah. which, which has nothing to do with either you or I. If you are a fan of the Resident Evil movies, go out and see part number six. It wraps up everything nicely. It, I don't think it's going to be in theaters much longer, so if you have a chance, go see that movie. Like I said, it wraps it up very nicely. Probably my favorite since the first one. Fantastic. Uh, we're at Midnight Fright Films on Facebook. You can find us at midnightfrightfilms.com. That website is back up. You can also find us at the Midnight Frightcast on Facebook. Find us at the Pod Garden. Podcastgarden.com. Yes. And then now we are... Going to we, iTunes? We should be searchable in iTunes very shortly. Um, other than that, if you go to midnightfrightfilms.com, you can see all of the projects that we are currently working on and um, all of our other YouTube stuff. It'll take you directly to our YouTube page so you can watch all the projects that are done. And I think that is all of our plugs for the night correct yes yes we got all of our plugs in okay well then for the midnight frycast i'm josh patrick greg yay see you on the other side peace out boy scout <laughs>